Hello, welcome to another episode of You're Fine. Uh, the Empty Ramblings of a 20-something and Hopes of Finding Something Therapeutic. I think that was actually the real title. I think I actually did it. That's good. That's very good. Yay! Yay! Um, Anna chose the title of this one. Um, she's very proud of it. Um, in fact, she texted me in a frenzy about it. Um, and Anna is obviously here today. Um, Hi, everyone. Where's the fucking tab on this? There it is. So, um, I wanted booze tonight because it's the last day of the week for me so I can have fun. And they didn't have the wine that I liked. So I got something, something fun that I thought would be fun to open that was fun. I don't know if I've said fun enough (laughs) because this topic makes, will put me out of my comfort zone for one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I think it's still good for me. Um, so here's sound effects. Woo! Yeah. We love sound it. Sound effects, sound effects, sound effects. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I did choose today's topic. Um, it's a little, it's a little tough to talk about. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, wait, what the fuck was the title again? Fun. <laughs> you said you picked all too well. All specific. too well. All too well. Cassidy's version. Yeah, yeah, that's yes, what it was. yes, 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 yes. You were very passionate about it. I was very. Were. I was. I was in a frenzy listening to Red, as many of you have also as well. Um, and ten minute all too well version is just. Really if you if you would if you would have given me that song in twenty eighteen, I would have died. Like I would have, I would have gone to a frenzy, but. It, it was really good, and I was just thinking about that, and I was just thinking, why not let's, why not talk about a heartbreak this week? Because why not, right? It's, it's like, because why Relati- not? Relatively fresh, for, I'm not going to say it's super fresh for me, but it's like within, I set boundaries recently, which was a lot. Yes, which and is very good. Everyone should set boundaries. We'll talk about, we'll talk about that for, anyway, continue, <laughs> continue, continue. Um, but you know what I thought of on my drive home? Actually, I did not tell you this earlier. Is the fact that how well timed two specific albums were after my and both of them are very different versions of Heartbreak because you know what came out earlier this year? Sour. Yes. That one really fit with uh, the first one. Like all like red felt very appropriate for this one. So I've just been very fortunate with lovely women, um, you know, releasing albums during this time for coping mechanisms <laughs> for those who haven't heard uh adele's also adele's I new album to adele's it's yet. a divorce album so oh. it's like it's super super sad like if you like i just i i was listening in debt uh in depth in depth in depth in depth it's a hard word d-e-p-t-h in depth also, I'm English, English is not, not your first language. English is not my first language. I'd like to know that. De- I never get this word right. Depth. I always say you're death. close. You're fine. Depth. As long as it doesn't sound like death, I think you're. Good. I always sound like depth. Like I'm in debt. Or as long depth. as it doesn't debt versus depth. Depth. <laughs> the depth of Adele's new album. It's it's good, and there was a specific thing set for her album alone. That's like, um. She didn't allow a shuffle option because each song is supposed to like coordinate. Into, it's a, it's supposed to be like a whole story. So it's like, it's really, really nice. And I feel like it's just like, I, I read as like, it's cohesive, but it's like, it's kind of all over the place. Like it's good. Sure. It's like, you know, but it's like, it's perfect. It goes through the, the beginning stages and all the way to the end where she's like able to like find, I guess, love again or hmm. try to put herself out there again but anyways it's a really good heartbreak album recommend you listen to it and everybody else if they haven't listened it's really <laughs> ah, good ah. um fits in well with today's topic but yeah i haven't um, listened to it yet so yeah, i definitely recommend we should talk about that let's talk about boundaries let's talk about boundaries we're, we're talking about heartbreak and like i should also say i told anna she got free reigns on this one yeah so. i do have free reign on this so i'm kind of gonna be all over the place because this is kind of how my brain operates too like i i have no uh, I mean, Philip knows I have no, like, just, I just free ball. But <laughs> we're talking about heartbreak and all the different things that go with it. I know, Cassidy, I don't know if you want to talk about it. I, I mean, like, I'll talk about vaguely and specifically in different ways. I mean, like, specifically with boundaries for me is that, um, well, 
to lay the groundwork. I didn't think that I would feel the way that I felt about my most recent relationship. I really just thought it was going to be fun and fine and whatever. And then I ended up feeling a lot more than I even thought I was capable of, which was a super fun thing to learn about me. And then super sad when we ended up splitting up, um, which I knew was going to happen from the beginning, but I was trying not to happen, but it still happened anyway. Um, because distance, that was the reason why we broke up. Um, but we ended up, I ended up having to set boundaries because I thought that I was fine and I wasn't fine, even though I was lying to myself and saying that I was fine to tell myself I was fine. Um, and because like we still wanted to be friends because we had created this really great friendship and I still do think that we can be great friends because we have that like layout right like and that's the type of people that we are but it just like to me continued to feel like a relationship and I didn't want to have a conversation talking about that and apparently he didn't feel the same way which is fine um so we decided not to talk for a little bit and honestly I think that that has been the best thing for both of us truly um I still haven't talked to him as a recording this podcast um for our little break of not talking but like I said I do still truly do think that we will be able to be friends in the future it's just trying to figure out how this works from here and having that split for a moment Let's talk about the heartbreak. I mean, you kind of already said it, just but do you believe that, like, people can break up and then be friends, even, like, but, I mean, well, you already kind of answered that, sort Mm -hmm. of, in a way. I think it depends on the person, and also, I mean, (laughs) I feel like you and I also have very differing opinions. We have very (laughs) different opinions. I'll give my opinion first. Okay, go for it. So, like, okay. (laughs) Listen, she already kind of gave hers. Like, she, she's willing to move past everything. I am not. I I am not. I am very... I am, I am very much the type of person who, if you fuck me over, I will... You're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> and you're done. Like, I, I, I firmly believe that... And I've only ever truly ever been heartbroken one time in my life like I can honestly say like my last relationship like it sucked but I kind of already saw the end of that and I was we were actually talking about that earlier like I kind of already saw the end to that and I was just kind of over it that was like honestly the cheating was kind of my out um so I was fine just like cutting off everything I was pissed about it I was you still still really let that rip I was I was pissed about it because I was more pissed about it the fact that I was cheated on not necessarily about the person leaving because I'm being honest I didn't even cry that much no you didn't I didn't I didn't cry a lot I cried a couple of times but like if I'm being honest I was more angry that that person was able to cheat on me and of me, all people, of all people, of all people, was able to cheat first. And of course, I'm never gonna be ha- able to have a relationship with that person ever, ever again. No. But my first, um, to me, cheating is much different than cheating other is things. like the, the. I stand with all. you on the cheating, like and like it's, which I want to talk about that in a different episode, yeah. which I've told you about. So, but to me, a sneak peek of that episode: cheating is the end of, cheating is the end all. Like it's the it's like you don't come back for that, like I, I, do agree. I you know I and I think people you teach their own whatever forgive forget whatever I don't give a fuck could not be me, but like my first relationship it broke me like it broke me it I I did not eat I didn't eat for months I lost forty pounds in like the span of two months like I was it was it was it was crazy and. Like, I, got, I talked to a lot of people. I went to therapy. I didn't have any friends, so I kind of just kind of had to, like, figure out a new way of life and, like, rebuild relationships. Not not the old ones, because I already had severed those, but just, like, kind of rebuild my life. And I don't know. And that person did try to come back into my life recently, and it's been three, <laughs> did, it's been three years since, like, okay, so it's been three years since this person last talked to me. And he did try to make a reappearance, and it's just, like, like, I understand people mature and shit like that, but I went through so much during that experience that I just don't know if, like, we could ever be the same again, you know? 
Mm-hmm. But I respect anyone that's able to, like, move past. Like, me and George. But also, I didn't love George. That's the thing. I love George as, like, a brother. We, me, me and him dated for, like, a little bit. But, like, because of stuff. But he broke up with me. And I was, like, whatever about it. Like, we're best friends. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, basically that's my brother. That's also, like, in middle school, right? That's, like, in middle school. Like, I didn't love so him. Like, it's, like, yeah. you know, it's, it's a different time. But, like, I feel like certain situations, yeah. That's well, possible. Like, like I said, so like Anna and I have very differing opinions yeah. on this. My therapist told me the other day that my um, biggest weakness is my loyalty. And it is. <laughs> um, it is. Because, um, I, I mean, like, okay, okay, okay. So, for this sake, I would say, like, genuinely my most recent relationship and I, I do see, like, us being friends in the future because, like, we do get along that way. We have a similar temperament, like, whatever. Cool. I do see Anna's perspective on the first, it wasn't a relationship, but we could say it was a relationship for the sake of ease, um, the first relationship I was in, um, I do see Anna's opinion of me not, why I shouldn't remain friends with them. Yes! (laughs) But my stubborn loyalty- I fucking hate that guy. Let's just- (laughs) Let's put it out there. I fucking hate that dude. Um, so anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I am a very loyal person. And because we have such a strong history together and we were friends for so long prior to that, it's hard for me to attempt to let go of something like that and move forward. And I will say, like, I've obviously moved forward and haven't had feelings for him for a very 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 long time and it was a huge accomplishment when I saw a photo of him I was like why was I ever attracted to him he's not cute um I was just like incredible proud of me for that one um but like my stubborn loyalty makes me want to have some kind of a relationship with him maybe it's not being a best friend anymore but it's still kind of a friendship or whatever and I don't know if it's because I just want to stay on good terms with everyone I just am a people pleaser and I have to be friends with everyone because for me it takes a lot for me to write you out of my life and a lot of the people in my life who I have completely written out are cheaters they've cheated on their significant others and I do not trust them without any doubt in my mind which like I said we'll talk about it a different time because I hate cheaters um but typically those are the people who I've completely written out and whatnot and I try to maintain friendships with almost anyone but it's just a matter of like how much energy am I going to put into it and for me it's difficult for me to know especially with the most recent one who like I do feel like we can be actual good friends the person in question yes I believe so but I don't know I still hold my no matter how good the person in my opinion and this is just my opinion again has to take it stay with a grain of salt whatever i just believe that like that distance needs to be severed i'm glad she severed you know well not severed but like she's taking her time for herself because i think that is a vital part and i will say in defense also of remaining friends i think a big difference is at least for you you had some pretty rough endings of the others yeah for me this one was it was it was mutual and it was there was respect Mm -hmm. in it and I think that also has some kind of a different yeah. vibe to it as well. Respect or no respect. Has that made things any easier? No. no. The number of times I've sat there thinking, I wish he was just mean to me so that that way I could move on. But then people will be like, well, that would be out of his character for him to be mean to you. And then you'd sit there wondering, why was he mean to you when he's never been that way before? Even if it would be easier to move on if he was just mean to you. And not give any other options or whatever. Because I had, like, a one big realization moment. Because, like, two months after he had left or so, where I just, like, sat in bed. I was like, I'm tired of crying about this every day. I need to buck it up and move on. Acknowledge it. Call it good. But I need to just stop crying. Because that was the most annoying part. It was, like, it would just be random. I hate the fact that I feel like an actual human being after, like, dating him. But you should. And I feel like 
heartbreak is a part of life and everyone I feel like everyone should have to go through it because yo I hate 2020 me who was just like you know what I want I want to experience heartbreak I really said that to myself I was like you know what's one thing that I've never experienced before heartbreak and I got it twice in two different ways in one year I hate 2020 me I feel like everyone needs to everyone needs to experience a good kind or a bad I mean Heartbreak in itself is always going to be bad. It's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, for you, I'm just grateful that you were respected and you were, it was It was in a way, it was done in a way where it doesn't, you know, make you out to be the bad guy. Or, like, it was a very respectable breakup. Because the first time, I want to, first time was utter disrespect. Second time, it was a very, like, peaceful thing and like you can always remember that as like mm-hmm. there's no bad blood which is a good thing um but I just think everyone should go through heartbreak either once or multiple times in their lives I feel like once after your first heartbreak or I don't know it changes you and it took me like two years to like feel okay again which sucked yeah but I was able to move to Orlando and I was able to do all the stuff that I'm doing now like, I would not have been able to do the stuff if I was still stuck in that relationship Mm-hmm. So for that, I'm grateful for myself. I'm not grateful for him. For, <laughs> because it's it's funny because one of the one of the excerpts that this said man said in when he reached out to me was like, "Well, look at all the stuff you're doing now. Like, you wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't break up with you." And it's like, no, you don't get that. Like, you don't get that hold that power mm-hmm. over me. Like, you don't get to say that it's your it's 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 your good deed that you broke up with me so I could go do all these things no I made the decision for myself to go move to Orlando and do all these things and I'm so happy for it now no but it does feel good also for you to know that he has acknowledged the fact that you're doing really good things without him right yes and that's the petty side of me it's Yes, because I'm also petty. Like, I love gloating and showing off mm-hmm. all my shit. And, like, I'm glad, like, he was able to see all that. Because, like... But also, it's almost kind of, like, infuriating, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you were, you're acknowledging that you could do all these things, but you couldn't do that for me, like, type thing. And give... I don't, like... I don't regret him breaking up because I'm glad it happened. I feel like even if circumstances are different and like I I don't know like certain things our relationship would have changed I still think we wouldn't have made it like I think we wouldn't have and I'm just so happy where I'm at right now in my life right now but you know it's just almost it's angry like it makes me angry I'm just like why are you like no like fuck you you ruined my life for like three years dude Mm -hmm. like you like you you brought me a lot of stress and you like made me miserable and now you're like oh look at you you're doing so well like fuck you like yeah because I rebuilt it myself Mm because I rebuilt this this self-confidence and this new life for myself and I'm sorry I don't want you to acknowledge like fuck you like I don't want you pointing that out like just watch like you don't have to say anything you don't have to comment on anything just watch I don't know it's just me (laughs) anyways what's your uh favorite or I guess there's no favorite best that you found out strategy for dealing with heartbreak like what did you do how'd you pull yourself out how'd you force yourself to move on me mm-hmm. how did you do it because we I'm feeling I've never asked you this but I do feel like we have different strategies because you have had the great honor that lots of my friends at home wish they were like in person witnessing I'm dead <laughs> <laughs> Because they never saw me dating in college because I never dated in college. If I dated in college, it was for fun. It was nothing serious because I was so focused on school and other things that never really tried it out here. So you've had the pleasure of getting to see me in person trying to move on and date around and do all those things. Our styles are very different Mm -hmm. in, like, because how I dealt with the recent breakup that I had was the same way that I dealt with the other one, Mm. is I fill as much things on my agenda as possible so I don't have to think about it. And, yes, at night, I would think about it. Right. I would think about it, like, and I would cry, and the with my first breakup, more, more or less, 
because the second one I, I didn't really cry as much I mean I, I was just doing things and fucking around and drinking and whatever but like the first one I I worked out a lot I worked a lot I um, I went I started going out once that whole thing happened like that's when I first started like going to clubs and stuff um, and I just basically fill my schedule until I can't think until the only time I can think about it is when I wake up and when I go to sleep so I fill my agenda and maybe that's a bad coping mechanism. I did go to therapy for a little bit while like all this was happening like I did behavioral cognitive I did behavioral is a big word behavioral cognitive therapy for like three months and it really helped um we talked a lot about like I don't know. We, we did a lot of exercises to help my anxiety, and we just slowly began unpacking things, like, from my brain that, like, everything happened. Because a, a lot of the stuff was traumatic, and the ending was traumatic. But again, like, I would just fill, 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 fill until I felt like I couldn't think about it anymore. What did you do? I'm dead! Ah! This is very uh, serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, multiple things. I mean, like, I can't... I feel like I can't say that I filled my schedule because I do that anyway. Um, I, I feel like you're a very busy person. I'm always a very busy person. The only way for me to ever be able to attempt to get anything done is to quite literally fill my schedule because otherwise I will not be able to finish anything. Yeah. That's just who I am in general. Um, and if I have any, like, kind of an empty spot, then, like, I don't know what to do. And that's typically how you know if I'm not doing well or not, is if I am not filling every waking moment with, like, doing things. Because um, you were down bad for a minute. I mean, you would, you would, like, there were days where you wouldn't get out of bed, would you? Or you were, yeah. like, you would, like, well, you would get home or from work, immediately jump into bed. And that basically, was like a, basically. Kind of, kind of yeah, because, like, it would get to a point where, like, it would be difficult on some days to even read a chapter of a book. Or pay attention to something on the TV, which is, you know, I never thought I'd get that way because of a relationship that was dumb. Um, <laughs> it's not dumb, but to me it is because I'm not used to being an emotional person. Um, <laughs> but for me, the way that like, and I, it was a lot, it felt a lot more different trying to jump into this after this last relationship than it did after the first one. Because after the first one, I was angry. After the first time I was angry and there was nothing else I could do, so I had to prove to myself that I was, I don't know, the worthy of other people's attention, um, reassure myself that I was an attractive being. Um, so I went into a little bit of a hoe phase, which Anna loves when I'm in a hoe phase because I get really judgmental. We'll talk that more in a little bit. <laughs> I get really judgmental <laughs> of it's not so fun. not of like everyone around me, but of specific like interactions that I have. Um, <laughs> because like I just I don't know why I just I just am. Um, but it was really easy after the first one because I was angry and I just wanted to get out there and whatever and prove to myself. Or not, you didn't even prove it to him because he didn't even know until recently no, that that's didn't. what I did. Yeah. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> what's the big deal about that? Um, sorry that not everyone is in love with you. Um, <laughs> Facts. As a show. This one was a little bit more difficult, obviously, because it was more of a reciprocated relationship. I'm not saying that initially, like, when the first relationship was, like, in its good spot of being in a relationship, that it wasn't reciprocated. In fact, sometimes when it was reciprocated towards me, I was confused as to why it was being reciprocated towards me because I had never experienced that before. But, like, this one was, like, actually a good relationship. Like, the most recent one was, like, an actual good relationship where there was giving, receiving, like, whatever. It was like, healthy. <laughs> health. Can you imagine? Healthy relationships. <laughs> so, when I was, like, trying to throw myself back out there, it was really difficult and it really took me setting boundaries to feel like I could actually do it because, like, anytime I would actually think about it, because, like, I would, like, get on Tinder or whatever, talk to people was fine but I wasn't able to like actually go out and see people 
without feeling a little bit guilty, which I shouldn't have felt guilty because we weren't together. And I would tell me, I would tell myself this constantly. We're not together. We can do whatever we want. He can go do whatever he wants. I can go do whatever I want. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But because we were still talking to each other or whatever, there was still that kind of a link. So I think that being able to set that boundary, even if we are going to continue to be friends, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry that you're hearing this. (laughs) He's the only one of the two that I think would actually listen to it. Um, But like actually being able to have that break actually was giving me the ability to go out there and actually try again. So Anna's excited because I'm back in my judgmental hoe phase. So So let's talk about that, shall we? (laughs) Do you think that a hoe phase, we have two different opinions Mm -hmm, on this. Uh, Do you think that a hoe phase is supplemental to the healing process? Or do you think it's just more of like a like I'm just, I, I just need human touch. I don't know if it's like, I I mean, like, I think that it has its moments of being supplemental, but obviously having the human touch part is nice as well. Um, I don't, I think that it's maybe not supplemental, but like reassuring. Because for me, it's reassuring that, especially after most recent, um, that like I am capable of doing this. I am capable of actually going, getting out there and putting myself back out there again and having that reassurance, at least to me, is good because it's going to build my confidence back up and able to, um, you know, try again, even though dating is annoying and I hate it. But being able to be like, okay, so like, even if like Joe Schmo thinks I'm attractive and whatever and I can do whatever, then that means that I am capable of dating whoever I want, doing whatever I want. So is it like a good alternative to dating? Of course not, because I am also realizing that after having that, because I'd never been in a real, like, actual healthy relationship before, um, that now that I've experienced it, I know how good it is, and I fucking miss it now, and I'm like, oh, so, like, this is nice as a reassurance thing, but of course it doesn't, like, replace actual, like, being in a good relationship and having that kind of a support system. Let me tell you something. I tried hookup culture in 2018, 2019. No, I tried it in 2019 um, to hook up with this guy that I met at a Starbucks in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Um, and it did not go well. It did not go well. Like, right, right when I was about to do it, I was like, fuck, I cannot do this. I can't, like, I can't, I can't just let some random stranger, even though he was hot, he was, he was very attractive. I cannot allow this random stranger to have sex with me right now. Um, so, you know, I had to, I, I'm more of the type of person when it comes to, like, I guess, like, I'm a, I'm a good flirter. I'm a good, what is it? I'm a tease. I'm a tease. I don't care. I'll be the, I'll be the first one to fucking say I'm a tease. I don't give a fuck. I will never, I, I, I can't, like, I wish I could be like Cassidy and, when I was in my, you know, single years or whatever, like, be able to do that because I can't imagine the power trip, like, you would feel from that. Oh, it's terrifying the first time you do it. Like, when I went back into this or whatever, I was really nervous again at first, but then, like, moving into it, I was like, why am I nervous about this? I know exactly how this is gonna go. And then nerves just, like, vanished immediately. And I was like, okay, here she we made are. a playlist. Back. She made a playlist after her first, like, I think her first couple hookups. Yeah, right? I did. I... And it's, that playlist <laughs> is bad bitch, like, as fuck. Like, it's to get you amped up. It's good as fuck. No, It's, it's like, a good gym playlist, too. It's a very good gym playlist, and it's a very <laughs> good playlist in general, To, But, like, it describes the feeling of, like, <laughs> <laughs> the power that she gets from doing that and I'm just like I'm just like I wish I could do- you need can you please talk about the last one can you please talk I about- don't want to talk about it too much in detail other than the fact it's, that I was just I was just annoyed it's so funny though please <laughs> but before like the guy like I mean like yeah there was one there was one that was like it was really fast but like it was fine <laughs> I feel so weird talking about this on the fucking podcast um <laughs> It feels wrong. Um, it doesn't feel wrong. 
Okay, we don't have to talk about it. Um, no, like, it was just, like, it's, I, there are some important things to talk about if you're gonna hook up with people, you're gonna be in hookup culture. The two most important questions you're gonna ask someone before you go into this are, A, are you clean? And also, if you're doing this, you need to be tested pretty regularly, especially depending on how often you hook up with people. Um... Because, you know, you want to be safe about it and not pass along diseases. Like, be be responsible, you know? Like, that's important. So, asking them if they're clean um, and asking them if, you, if they have condoms. Because, like, you're a dude and you're doing this, so you should be responsible for condoms. Because you're the one um, who's the owner of a, of a dick. That's the gag. That's the gag. You, you own the dick, so you should have the condom. I own a vagina, so I have birth control. Like, that's how that works. Side note, if you don't bring condoms to hook up, you're a piece of garbage. Like, I'm, I'm gonna say it to you. <laughs> I'll be the first one to say it. I'll be the first one to say if you do not just, bring us to a hookup, you're a piece of garbage. I'll just say that my annoyance with this one was just the fact that we had talked for a couple of days. I had gotten the feel because I have a few rules for myself when I'm doing these things to ensure the fact that, like, I'm not going to see someone who might kill me. Like, you know, I feel like <laughs> that's an important thing. You know, I think it's an important thing. Cause... I mean, I learned through this last one that honestly asking someone what their favorite animal is <laughs> is a really great judge of that's character. That's tactic, everybody. That's a new one, too. And I was like, honestly, that's not it's a like, bad question. It's a good tactic. It's a because good tactic. if they say lion or tiger or a bear, oh my, um, then... It's... We got some questions. We got some things to think Now, about. I might be nervous. I might have to ask you why those are your favorite animals. Um, but, like... This this person said a panda and I felt very safe. <laughs> so I was like, okay, fine. Um, but like I asked him the questions. He was clean. He had condoms. We were setting up. You're gonna come to my place. Great. Good to go. Uh, gave him my address when I when the time had come. And all of a sudden, I lived too far away from him. He was like, you're over 30 minutes away from me. And he sent me his address. It was 35 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God forbid that extra five oh minutes. My God. And he was like, well, just come over here. I'm like, well, you're sharing a hotel room with people, right? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, well, what's going to happen? He's like, well, we can do it in your car. And I said... Why? I'm gagged. We are full grown adults. I'm gagged. <laughs> so I'm like, I contemplate it for a while, and I'm like, this will be the first thing since my last relationship, but I really feel like I need the confidence boost, so fine, whatever. Uh, he's like, great, text me when you're 15 minutes out. Cool. Text me when I'm 15 minutes out. Make sure you have the condoms ready. Oh, I don't have any. What do you mean you don't have any? Earlier today, you had them. What happened to them? He's like, no, I've never had them. What I'm do you dead. mean you never had them? And I told him, I said, I don't even know if this is worth the effort anymore. And he threw a hissy fit about it. And I pulled into a gas station and I texted. And I was like, the only reason why I am still entertaining this is I'm five minutes away from his hotel at this point. The only reason why I'm still entertaining this is because I feel like I need this to push this through. And you have not proven to be an ass so far. Oh, dang. <laughs> Even though you're being an ass right now. But I will stop at this Walgreens right now and buy condoms. <laughs> Bro. If you do not be an ass the rest of the night. He's like, I won't, I won't, I, won't, I promise, I won't, I'm sorry. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what the Dick fuck? Head. I hate this so much. So annoying. It Don't be that hookup. So annoying. Don't be that hookup. So oh, annoying. Don't be that hookup. Yes, it was annoying, but I'm glad that I did because I think that it gave me the push that I needed to help prove to myself that I continue seeing people moving on, moving forward, that it's not just like one person or the end for me, even if it was stupid and annoying, because it was both stupid and annoying. <laughs> It wasn't a good experience. No. Not one part of it was a good experience. I just... I, I don't that. even know how much of that's going to actually make it in the pod, we'll honestly. See, we'll, we'll, see. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll... She'll assess. 
Do you think you've you think do you think you've actually experienced the love now, or do you think you've experienced like more infatuation? Not more infatuation, but like like a sense of comfortableness, or do you think it was actually love? I mean, I don't think that I would know for sure until I were to experience that again or that feeling but more again so for me personally I would be able to say that I do think that I was in love I don't think I was deep in love because we weren't able to we weren't together long enough for that to have developed any further but it was definitely right there what are what are three things that you learned from your heartbreak that you would tell somebody else to do? That's a hard question, Anna. I don't even know, to be honest. Like, I I, I kind of have a gist, but you go you go first. Three things that I have learned, like, in general, or... In, your sp- in the span of time that you've been dealing with this, like, what have you learned about yourself? About myself? Or that you could pass on to somebody else, or that could possibly help somebody else who is going through the same issue or going through the same moments. It sucks, obviously. Obviously, it sucks. It's it's not good. It's Uh -uh. not good. But if you want to maintain any kind of a future with them in whatever degree, like for me, it's friendship. Setting boundaries at the beginning is better than setting boundaries later. I'll say that I should have set boundaries earlier rather than later but men will be so quick to be like oh I'll just keep talking to you and having and soul sucking these emotions out of you and like not even sometimes honestly they don't even I don't think they realize like how like hurtful that is mm-hmm. and it just it sucks because you know like you have all this emotion invested into somebody and they're just talking to you and they're just like whatever about it and they're just like meanwhile you're like stressing every text stressing every every like i don't know conversation every like if you guys meet up like like i know for me when i was going through my breakout i was still seeing him and Mm -hmm. we were trying to keep like the peace or whatever the heck it was but it would always end up the same like it would always be like like we would talk and stuff like that and then he'd be like no like this is this is spiraling out to something else, blah, 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 and all this stuff, and then you would come back and do the same thing and over and over again. That went on for, like, a month, but I don't know. They don't think they realize, like, how emotionally invested we can get into certain situations, and I don't think, he, I don't think it's malicious, mm-hmm. and especially in your sense, I don't think yeah, it's malicious. I don't, I don't I, it's not malicious. It's just he, he doesn't realize. They, they sometimes just don't realize mm-hmm. it, but. Because, I mean, like, he was very understanding. He was very understanding, exactly. Too understanding. I wish he yeah, had been mean. Yeah, I wish he had been mean. Not gonna lie. Is it easier for them to be meaner? Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. It was 100%. easier for me to springboard off of an angry leaving rather than a positive one. Yeah. A positive one is harder because it's like, you're mourning the good thought of a person. I feel like it's harder to mourn a person if they were bad. Like, mm-hmm. but like, if somebody like ended on good terms, like, I can't imagine, like, God forbid, knock on every single one possible. If my current relationship ends, like, I will I will not be okay. I will not be okay. I can tell you that right now from off the bat. Like, I will not be okay because I've been treated so well. I've been treated better than I have ever been treated in my entire life. And the thought of even that ending is, like, bringing me to tears. But, like, like the thought of, like, him... Because he'll, he'll probably be nice. He'd probably be nice to me at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I would be so upset. I'd just want to punch him. Like, I'd punch him and be like... But he's being nice. But he's being nice! Like, be mean to me. It's so much easier when they're mean because you can just block mm-hmm. them off everything and it's fine. You don't feel guilty about it. Yep. It's like, whatever. But, like, you have to be friends with this person. Or you, I would I would be in your position, mm-hmm. too. Like, I would feel like this need to be friends with this person because they were so nice to me. They have no... They The only thing is that they, they don't want to be with me. That was it. Mm-hmm. But, like... Otherwise, this person is still a good person. I should probably still try to talk to him, but it'd be hard. I don't know. No, Mourning the loss easy. of a good person is is no, a good person who's still alive. Anyways, recap. Oh God, one of them was. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> um, 
Um, what was the last one we were literally just talking about? Uh, that led us to this. Keeping that good relationship, or like setting boundaries. Setting boundaries. So those two. And my therapist helped me. She was great. But I mean, I feel like I talk about therapy a lot, or at least I have in a couple of episodes. Um, but like my therapist is great. I love her. She is incredible and just being able to talk to because like I am grateful for Anna and I feel like I unloaded a lot on her frequently but I also felt terrible about it because of the sheer amount of times that I unloaded on her and she is not my therapist. For me I feel like awful and like sometimes it gets a lot to me if I have other friends who are like unloading a lot on me and like Anna has always said like it's fine but like also therapists are like paid professionals to give you advice on how to deal with things and your friends are not being paid professionals for that so like use your friends for like doing fun things and sure you can complain to them sometimes but don't complain to them all the times use your therapist to give you healthy coping mechanisms so that that way you can spend your time with your friends doing the fun things and enjoying life if that makes sense is that a good thing to say that's beautiful that is beautiful. You think you unload, babe? You think you unload, babe? I've gotten better since, but, like, I think that that just there in itself no. proves the fact that I am getting better, the fact that I have not unloaded on you frequently. You think you unload, babe? You should see some of the texts I get. <laughs> At least for me, per se, I feel like I haven't unloaded on you the way that I used to, so. I feel like I have, that is further proof that I am improving. So is your third one? get help get help i don't know if there's any wrong way to um get over heartbreak i mean unless it's arson i feel like that could be bad unless they deserve it <laughs> i think keying a car every now and again is, is a good or uh as jump, long as you don't get caught jumping them in the car parking lot while your friends hold you back i think that's the most terrifying moment of my life I thought we were going to jail that day. When you try to steal a TV at 9 o'clock at night and you're yelling at the top of your lungs. And the only thing that you're saying is, but, but, I want, you need to know. You need to know why. You need to know why. Why? What do I need to know? You need to to forgive me. Take me back. No, you cheated on me. (laughs) Fucker. You're a broken record. Shut up. Go get her TV. I want my TV back. Because, you know, the thing is, is that that conversation did not change when I took him away from you. It was the same exact conversation. <laughs> he just said on repeat, and I said, I am tired of hearing you talk. I need you to go TV. get the TV. Just give me back the TV. Just give me back the TV. Just give me back the TV. Please. I'm sounding like I can't a believe he was really using your TV. Anyway. <laughs> Baby. I've been down bad. I've been... <laughs> I'm done. The days of being used and abused by men are over. I'm done. No. And that was it. Anyways, my first thing is um, be selfish. Be selfish as fuck. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's, this is the one situation where being selfish is you should be given a pass. Like, if you don't want to do something, you shouldn't have to do it. If you want to go, I don't know, you want to go to a, a do a solo trip at a different state or whatever, do it. Like, be selfish as fuck and only care about you because especially when you're really deep into a relationship and it's a long-term one, like, most of that time you're you're indebting into another person. So it's like, do whatever you want for you. You want to go out to the club? Go out to the club. You want to eat that cookie? Eat that cookie. You want to fucking, I don't know, like, sit in bed and do nothing? Then sit in bed and do nothing. It's fine. But, like, as long as you want to do it, set yourself as a priority. Uh, Two, I think uh, boundaries is a good one, and I'm also going to use this as well. Um, Depending on the situation, I think there should be very strict boundaries set because I believe, especially if you were, like, really in love with that person, it's it's talking every day isn't going to help. Talking every day is just going to, it's going to, you you get to a point where you think you can go on with that person and then you talk to them and it's like okay we're taking a couple steps back and then we're remembering stuff and you know it's it's hard to move on when there are no boundaries so yeah, when you talk about previous dates you used to have or like common things that you used to talk about exactly. while you were actively dating that's pretty rough it's not easy 
mm-hmm. I would tell I would tell Kathy all the time. Be like, and I'm glad you, again. I'm glad you came to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you came to it on your own. Because that's what I think everybody should do. Is I don't think you should be pushed into. It. I think everybody also. That's another thing. It's a side note. Is don't let people push you into doing certain mm-hmm. things. Like take your time at your own pace because like heartbreak is hard. Like. It's not I feel like easy. Anna and my therapist are pushing for uh, me making boundaries for a while, but it just like it took me hitting a wall of being like I have to do this. And I'm glad she did. Mm-hmm, me and too. It came. It came. It was. But again, she did it on her own accord. Like you should be doing it because you want to. Mm-hmm. If you know, you can't just you can't just jump into like completely not talking to this person out of the blue because honestly that's and, and that's what I had and I was forced to take that and it was hard like it was it was very very hard to just stop going from like every day talking to somebody to just not talking to them at all like basically revolving your whole life around somebody and then just like one day not doing any of that anymore and it's hard when it's just abrupt and there's no conversation had I feel like that's more common too because at least in my situation we kind of had written into our own personal rules that at any point in time either one of us could say hey let's not talk for a bit exactly that doesn't happen but that's an adult <laughs> and that's an adult relationship with somebody who is you know Ernest choice is very has he made questionable choices correct yes but is he a healthy partner and did he exhibit healthy partner traits yes so I will give him that, and it's good to have those conversations that like every now and again, or mm-hmm. to tell like ahead of time, like hey, whenever this feels uncomfortable, I think that's a very healthy thing. Am I impatiently waiting to talk to him about Survivor because oh, he's the only person I know who watches Survivor, and he convinced <laughs> me to watch Survivor with him? Yes, because I need to talk about Survivor. Anyways. <laughs> That's the only thing, though, right now that I want to talk to her about is Survivor, (laughs) which I think is a good thing, (laughs) but be selfish, set boundaries, and just take care. Again, I think that also falls in the third. Take care of your mental health. Mm -hmm. If you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. I think it's very good to talk to somebody, especially if the breakup was very traumatic. I think it's, you definitely should have, honestly, any breakup, well, not any breakup, if you really don't love the person... I mean, I feel like people, maybe that's a, maybe that's my own opinion, but I feel in my opinion, in my opinion, don't grill me for this, but if you weren't really in love with the person, I think it won't, the blow won't be as bad, but like, if you really were in love with the person and like, if he's really hurting you, then I definitely think you need to talk to somebody. Do I think it should be your friends? Not necessarily. I think it's, I mean, you could talk with your friends about it. Of course, your friends will be there for you. I'll be there for you. I'll be there for anybody who has a breakup. But there are just certain situations, um, especially for me, I'm, I'm putting myself in, like, the equation, like, I felt like I was depressed. Like, I was very, very, very depressed and sad, and, like, I wasn't eating, and, like, you know, I was, like, I was just bad. Like, I wasn't sleeping. It was, is like, when it gets to that point, that's where we have to bring in trade professionals yeah. and talk to people who can, like, you know, kind of get into your brain, see what happens, and figure out ways to mellow you out or try to figure out how we can better uh re reroute is it reroute the good word reroute the pain yeah or like rewire your brain so the pain doesn't like really like kill you almost but it hurts like that, that's dramatic but like it hurts like mm-hmm. it hurts especially when anytime i mean anytime when you get heartbroken but especially when you love the person it's 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 not a good time the healing so. process isn't linear and it's different for it's everyone not. It doesn't matter how many times you tell yourself that the healing process is not linear because you will then shout at yourself when you are crying again when it's been a whole week since (sighs) you've cried about it and you're like, I don't understand. I've been doing so well. Even though you'll sit there preaching to your friends going, it's not linear. Yeah, okay, preach it to yourself then. Remind yourself it's not linear. There's something wrong with me. No, it's not linear. It's not. Because you'll have random 
memories or something will happen on TV and you'll remember some other thing or somebody will say something. You'll go to a place that you went to. Mm -hmm. You'll, I don't know, you'll remember a spot or something that you guys laughed about. I don't know. Or something that you guys watched or whatever. Like, healing isn't linear. linear. It took, like I said, it took two years. That that goes for, like, quite literally anything. Anything. Heart, friend, friend breakups, uh, breakups, death. Like, it's, it's, it's all, like, you never forget things. Don't let a fuck boy fuck with you. Don't, don't let him. Don't let him. Don't let him. True. Don't let him. Never let, anyway. If they say they're a flirt, run the other way. I must. Do not become their friend. Or if you become their friend, remind yourself and take their word for it. Do not trust them. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta bring out, I gotta bring out a- My therapist once said, you can be friends with someone who's a pathological liar. You just have to remember when you talk to them that they're a really great storyteller. I love her so much. So much. She's incredible. She's spouting wisdom. What are you pulling up? In the words of Meg the Stallion. <laughs> I, be, I be working. I make moves in silence. As she as she should, as you should, make moves in silence. She also says, "Boys gotta hold that L trying to come from my pen." I'm really finna make another M. Yeah, <laughs> grind. <laughs> We've been through like every genre of music in this one episode. Bad bitches running my pack. This the title of this Gang episode. Shit. This, <laughs> the title of this episode is a Taylor Swift lyric, but we're spouting Megan the Stallion because Meg the Stallion. Also, side note, <laughs> you really try to get over a breakup? Please listen to Meg the Stallion for like three hours straight. You'll be fine. Anna listens to Meg the Stallion like she's never listened to her before. I never. I love it. She sometimes I'm just like wow, her mind. <laughs> <laughs> This, this rich bitch energy. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, Anna, thank you once again for being a guest on the pod, being our, my little manager who, I don't know how much you've done recently. No, I haven't done anything. <laughs> I, I come, I, I come and speak when you want me to though. She's been running this shit like it's nothing though. Social media at all. I'm trying. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Thanks. Better than me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, in that case I'll call it I'll call it good on this one. Well I hope you enjoyed this. I I also I also hope so. Thanks for (laughs) hanging out and making tacos. Yes. So we had tacos earlier. It was they were they were good. She yeah. makes me mad tacos and fresco and all that other good stuff. Okay, that's all. I don't know how to end things or begin things. So this is the end. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>